coming to you from Strings and Things Studio in Ventura, California. This is the Strings Unraveled podcast. Good morning, everybody. Hello. Good morning. How y'all doing? Okay. Yeah. It is a early Saturday morning here, so some of us, I think, are still trying to wake up. I am. <laughs> um, but it is June, which is crazy that it's already June. Like, this year just started, right? Yeah. I know everybody says that. It's like, oh my gosh, it's going so fast. But I, I honestly was surprised that it was June. <laughs> I know. Um... Anything exciting going on? Got any fun, like, travel plans this summer now that we can, like, go and do things? Well, a little bit. Well, things are happening. Could have been more fun because, like, tickets to Hawaii right now with Southwest were $159 <gasps> one way. My aunt and uncle just got oh, back man. from Hawaii. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Kevin and I were very tempted. We have a trip to San Francisco planned for our anniversary. We really considered, yeah. <laughs> like, could we just go to Hawaii instead? Because, I mean, six-hour drive versus six-hour flight. Right. Um, but we've, our, Kona was the only island that we could find accommodations for the travel thing we have set up already. And we have already been to Kona. So we decided a weekend trip to a place we'd already been wasn't Right. Wasn't but you've been it. to San Francisco. Yeah, but it's flight costs. Like paying yeah. for a yeah, flight like versus. Buying a flight. Yeah. 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 Traveling halfway across the Pacific. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and for anybody who has not flown, uh, yeah, don't be surprised when the, the when the planes are packed. Oh yeah, because no, they've been, been packed. Capacity. They haven't ever stopped being packed. They just had fewer flights. Yep. Um, James and I are going on a little anniversary trip next week to Catalina Island. Oh, um, we thought I, about that. I've never been before. Yeah, me either. Um. But, so I'm excited about that. And then I have a wedding to go to in um, Wyoming in July. So that's exciting. That's going to be exciting, too. Yeah. It's a whole family affair. The whole family is going. So it's going to be a... I think it's it's my cousin that's getting married, but it's a small, small, small wedding. I don't know how many guests are going, but um, I think the majority of them is going to be just family. So it'll be fun. I'm excited. And I haven't seen that half of my family in a long time. So I'm looking forward to that. Not till August, not till later, but uh, every year we try to, my husband and I try to get away, just the two of us, um, sometimes it ends up being the three of us where my youngest young adult child comes with us, but I finally said, no, it's not much of an anniversary with a threesome. <laughs> anyway, so we are going to go um, to Mammoth and then up to Sparks, but we're going to the Brew and Blues Festival. I don't drink beer, but I like the blues a lot in um like i said in august we'll spend a few days up there in mammoth we like that place a lot and then we're gonna go check out sparks because that's a toll toll that's kind of a neat place and heck we're we've already traveled most of the way there anyway but instead of just driving we're gonna do what i've always wanted to do we're gonna put a hitch on the back of the mini Mm -hmm. which is why i got this particular mini and we're gonna get like a little two-person trailer that we can tow the, you know, the kind that pops up in the back and has its own, um, uh, kitchen kind of like a step up of, from the camping that I've always done mm-hmm. on a tent. It'll be nice not to be in a tent. Are you going to rent it? 
We're going to rent it. That's yeah, cool. we're going to rent it. I wanted to go all the way to Colorado, and my husband's like, yeah, we've never pulled a trailer. I was going to say, maybe so... start a little closer for your first time. <laughs> so he goes, this way, if something breaks down, we're at least still mostly in the state. Yeah, or nearby. <laughs> or nearby. Yes. He goes, let's go someplace familiar. That's a good um, idea. So... And I, I like the idea that we can just, we're not, we're not tied to one hotel or another. We could just, just kind of be nomads and go, go up someplace and park, you know, find, find like an RV or a camp, find a campground mm-hmm. and park it. Um, hopefully c- campgrounds won't be super. I going to say, make your reservations ahead of time. Please don't just show up because you will not get a spot. <laughs> well, At least in California tr- you won't because well, everything is packed. And you're right. Because everybody has the same idea as you. It's like, we should get a trailer so we don't have to stay in a hotel. So. Well, and if that's the Brews and Blues Festival, dang. You should make your reservations It's probably too late. Well, at least check. Because you might be able to find a campground like around there or something. I know there's a campground. Well, if if not, if we don't get the campground in Mammoth, we could try around June Lake. I don't know if they're smaller. But yeah. So. That's a good idea. That is an excellent idea. We're like. Because we know better. We know that you well, have you to give reservations. You can do dispersed camping, which is where you, you're just on like the Bureau of Land Management land. You just show up and you can park wherever and it's free. You just, but it's out in the middle of nowhere. So you don't have any hookups. You don't have a bathroom. You don't have anything. So if all else fails, you could just go find a spot in that like land area. But how do you know which one is land management and how much is There's it? apps and you could go on websites that show okay. you where they are and stuff. But, um. It's been so long since I've been camping, and I remember we always had to have reservations, even to tent camp, yeah. because, you know, getting in the great outdoors, and after people have been cooped up for a year plus, yeah, yeah, everyone wants to. Well, if, if this weekend's traffic, if, okay, we're filming this at Memorial Day weekend, and yeah. I will tell you, just trying to get home on a Friday in the early afternoon was kind of a challenge. Yeah, yeah that's I why I'm so glad that. I'm not going anywhere this weekend. <laughs> we were thinking about going... Because it's our anniversary is on the first, so we were like, well, maybe we can go camping. That was our first thought, but we couldn't find a campsite anywhere that we liked or, you know, just, or that wasn't, you know, somewhere we had been a million times. And we were like, well, you know, because we do go camping a lot and we couldn't find a spot anywhere. And so we decided like last minute to plan this trip to go to Catalina instead, but that was our original plan was to go tow the trailer and go somewhere, but we couldn't find a spot. So later this summer, I'm going to hit you up for some trailer tips. I will do my best, but I am not an expert. <laughs> no, but oh, you guys tow a trailer. Yeah. As opposed to me, you've never towed a trailer, so you, you know more than I do. Yeah, my, my It'll boss, be easy. My boss likes to say a little bit of something is better than nothing, so you have a there little you go. bit of something as far also, as advice goes. I'm assuming my trailer is probably a bit bigger than the one that you're going to tow with your Mini, so. Well, yeah, the Mini is limited to 1,400 pounds. Yeah. Although I said I saw some website that said 2,000, but I think 1,400 with nothing in it. Yeah, that's dry weight. <laughs> yeah, that's just so. Um, yeah, it's it's fun, a, but it takes some. And there's a few online places that you can rent them from people local, you know, not too far yeah. from your area. Um, there's some really adorable ones, and there's some that are really fancy schmancy. But I'm like, is oh it, wow, that's it, it's that's more expensive than just staying in a hotel. You know, is it like an Airbnb of? Uh, yeah it's an airbnb yeah yeah and some of them are just like families with kids and they still make it work and i love the little kitchens that pop up in the back and they have their own Mm -hmm. you just hook up your propane tank and you're good my uh grandma had one of those because she wanted to be able to tow a trailer with her car and she used it a bunch but then my uncle bought it from her because she wasn't using it so he takes it 
on little trips and stuff and he tows it with his like hatchback Mm -hmm. but um there's a place in bishop that rents little ones um or maybe it's it's somewhere around there i can look but every time we drive through there we can see there's like one parked on the side that says rent me so you might be able to like drive up there and pick it up that's kind of cool except it'd be nice to do you prepack you prepack yours before you go right no well sometimes we ours is stowed at like a uh, like a trailer parking facility oh, um, okay. like a storage place so we usually just go to it pack it up there and then oh. hit the road so it would okay. be essentially the same as you going to get it in bishop but okay. it also would be nice if it's your first time to have it at your house kind of like go around the neighborhood you know practice yeah. before we get on the long incline the big yeah the big road and yeah. then have a long line of people you know, knowing that these must be newbies because they're driving so slow. Well, it might be a good option for next time, you know. Yeah. If yeah. You, I like that idea. Like it, whatever. Um, that reminds me that James and I were thinking of with this wedding we're going to in July was originally supposed to be in August. So he took the time off and we planned it and we booked flights and we did all the things. And then the date of the wedding changed to July a month earlier. So we had to cancel everything. Oh, man. And rebook everything, which was kind of a pain. But James still has that time set aside in august so we were thinking of going somewhere and i think our tentative plan is to take the trailer and go to arizona and i want to stay in sedona and oh that's a great place i don't we're we're also thinking of like you know camping somewhere maybe closer to the grand canyon for a couple days and go and see that and so we haven't planned anything yet but that is one of the many places along with wyoming that will be packed this year yeah i'm sure the grand canyon (laughs) grand canyon (laughs) it's a big place though that's true. There is a lot of space there. So, Lots and the, the good thing is that we have uh, the trailer so we can, you know, we're already looking at campsites and there's still some availability, but we're in the same camp where it's like, oh, I better like book that right now. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, that all sounds good. Um, do we want to jump into what we're working on? You both look like you're busy trying to figure something out. So I'm going to go first. <laughs> go for it. Um, so I've been working on a bunch of different things. Um, I started a crochet pattern called the Blythe tank, Mm. which is a, like, uh, a little tank top with like a V-neck top and it's, um, a V-neck line and it's buttoned down the front and it's, um, I'm trying to see if I can find a picture to show you. I, yeah. Cause I left the project at home. Not not that any of you can see these pictures. No, but but you could look it up on, uh, but I can't, you can make it cropped or you can make it longer. Um, but that's the model picture of it. So oh, that's, that's so cute. Be, um, Are you going to do similar buttons or do you have something fun planned? I don't have the buttons picked out yet. The yarn I'm using is Karen Cotton Cakes in like a light gray color. Um, so I could go, uh, you know, a bunch of different ways with the buttons. I haven't decided on that yet. But um, that is what I'm working on right now. I got to start that after I finished something this week. Now I'm working on my second um, rainbow in the storm for me. I made one for myself. I think I talked about this last time we recorded. And then I'm also working on one for my niece for maybe Christmas or her birthday. I haven't decided, but this is the second adult size one that I'm making for me. So it's just easy knit pearl. I don't have to think about it. So it's a good chatting and, you know, mm-hmm. knitting project. So that's what I'm working on. Karen, you want to go next? Um, Yeah. So the... I thought these these things I was gonna, I'm going to share with you were going to be FOs. I worked really really hard, so they're almost FOs, but I can't put them in that. I can't put them at, in there in that category. In yet. that category, yeah. So I've got one thing sort of wrapped up, hidden because I don't want to show you. 
Remember, like we took a trip like last month or something. Yeah. Yeah. We went to fab. We went and got some fabric. Yeah. I did something with it. Okay. Cool. And it's almost done. Okay. Ooh. I made a quilt top. Oh, I mean, by cute. done, I'm calling a quilt top is part a of quilt top. Well, yeah, is a quilt it, top it's is a finished. It, yeah. You, I can't. I made a quilt top la- last time we recorded, and you let me. Yeah. Say it was a finished object. Yeah. So. Yeah, because the top there's enough work that a quilt can be counted as part. Yes. multiple projects there's yeah because there's different parts to it look i finished cutting out the pieces yeah <laughs> okay well maybe not that um <laughs> uh, let's see i gotta stand up for this one she's standing really up really loud but that's beautiful uh, oh i love that what's okay. the pattern it's called petal points petal points petal points i believe it's by strawberry creek quilts i'll look that up in a minute that looks great okay i was super beautiful. proud of how these points met on the square I should have been more careful about how the flying geese meet. <laughs> oh yeah, but whatever. You can't tell. Once I throw in the grand of, scheme of things, I like what Angela Walters says. She says, "Just throw on more quilting." <laughs> yeah, you just quilt just, the heck out of it. Just quilt the no heck out notice. of it. No one will notice it. <laughs> It'll get squished down. Yeah, yeah no one will right. notice. No one will notice those those corners. Anyway, so these are the colors. I love that. I decided I wanted it. it technically, it is done because this part of it is the pattern but i wanted to add a border mm. to make it just a little bit bigger yeah because it's it's a really nice like a throw mm-hmm. but i just wanted to add a 10 more inches on all the way around you know around so i found i went to super buzzy and i found this um really neat fabric collection it's written on the side called soften the volume and oh. they're all these soft neutral warm beiges creams um mild prints um i don't think there's any grays i think they're all just like wheats and stuff like that and the idea is you can have this very tonal um but it's got the nice botanical because i trying to match the batiks that from that other shop i wasn't going to be able to find it and plus i didn't want to wait because i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna get this locally so i can cut this and get this done yeah yeah well i washed the fabric and dried it that's pretty (laughs) good so yeah there you go um, so I got enough for the backing and the binding, um, and okay. as well as the border. But anyway, so I'm loving that. And nice. Now I'm not going to fold that up nicely. I'll fold up later. The other thing is I was working. I This is something I started like a week, two weeks ago. And I'm almost done. Again, almost done. Um, it's a scrappy crocheted sweater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we recorded our book club, you said it was going to be done. <laughs> I was I was shocked. <laughs> okay. Back and front sleeves all attached. I'm wow. just doing the edging around the neck, and then I'll do around the cuffs. Um, and I thought, us- using all that stash, I would, you know, actually use some up. I still have. I did not use up. I thought, this is scrappy. It's crochet. It should use a ton of yarn. Let me tell you. I have made two scrappy sweaters out of leftover yarn, and you can make an infinite amount from a large bag of scraps. I yes. feel like I oh just finished gosh. another like one, the, and the my bag, bag never didn't ends. Get any smaller? No, 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 no. I still have. I, I understand. I like I've I can lift up my bag. My whole skeins got smaller, and I did use up some because um, I'm holding three three strands of fingering together. Mm-hmm. The pattern calls for it's the sweaters called Example by HG Des- Crochet Designs. Um, Heather, I don't know her last name is. And, um, and it looks like it'd be super, super comfortable. And it's, it's, 
so com- it's comfortable it's what's the word too it's melodic how easily and quickly mm-hmm. it goes nice it's like ha- my i was well, not quite because it's not melody but it feels like you know like you get in a rhythm if you follow us on instagram you've seen a picture of this in progress because it's been posted <laughs> for like a um, like a link for it's uh, there's stitch night but you'll see it on there yeah um well you saw it in it just on the one piece yeah. but anyway here look it's beautiful. Oh, so, the only place that I really even paid attention of repeating colors to so the front and the back don't match. Uh-huh. They don't have to. They don't but that. I did try to make the sleeves somewhat match. Mm. So I finished one sleeve and I kept it nearby as a reference point. Uh-huh. But, you know, once you have three strands together, you're kind of like, wait a minute, which... Yeah. That's which one when I'm changing one of them, which I've got a, many, many skeins that are similar. Was it this one or mm-hmm. was it that one? I think it's this one. Oh, it's not. Whatever. I'm moving on. It's close <laughs> enough. No one will tell. Does the pattern call for you to use scraps or is it you just yeah, did it? Yeah, you use scraps. Nice. You use scraps. You use a DK, a bunch of DKs. That's your, what's your scrappy part. And then you have a fi- a solid fingering that kind of t- goes throughout the Got entire it. thing to tie it together. So I used a marled um, bl- black and white or charcoal and white as my go-to throughout like base color. as my base color. It really ties it all together. Really it really well. did because you, it's not all dark and it's not all light. It, uh-huh. it you get little fle- flecks of both. And then my main cut, co- it's it, when I had my bigger skeins and I mixed them, the tone that it pulls out looks very different compared to when it's um, depending on, what smaller mini skein it's paired with. Mm-hmm. So it's like something might, one of my, I'm just looking at my super neon brights that get toned down when they're with blue and purple, but when they're with, you know, or pink and purple. And when they were, when they're with aqua, they like really pop. Anyway. So yeah, that was the example slow. sweater and it is a little heavier. So I, I was glad to get most of this done before we got hot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Oh, and the other thing I thought I was almost, I was really, really going to be done with, because I've got them sewn together, I, but I don't have the sleeves done, is the Deshane Tee by Leela Raven. Mm-hmm. And the, I love the yarn, and I want to make more of them, but they discontinued it. <laughs> so, I saw that. Shoot. That's a cool yarn. It I was is a great it up the yarn. And I was like, but they already discontinued it. I should have known when I got it, it's such a great markdown price. That that was why. Mm. <laughs> they should have said that on, a, you know, get this while they last, but then maybe some people don't want to yeah. grab yeah. it. Because sometimes a, discontinued is a, not a selling point. No. Right. But, um, yeah, so I've got the, you know, lately I've been doing sweaters that need to be pieced. And usually I like all one piece, you know, all, you know, the pe- seamless kind. Uh-huh. But I got to say, there's something kind of nice with just having smaller bits of knitting. Yeah. I'm noticing that it goes faster because I don't, you know, you get in a stock in it going in the round on a larger size and you just feel like you're running on a treadmill going nowhere sometimes. Yeah. Um, so having, being able to make some progress by just doing pieces and, and it freshens up my seeming, yeah. you know, was my the, seeming skills. Was your crochet sweater in pieces? Yeah. Nice. And it was crochet. You see, yeah, you do a front and, and the back and the only thing, and there's no shaping to the fronts or the back. It's super simple, very relaxing. The only shaping was on the sleeves, mm-hmm. you know, where you're just increasing. 
Nice. Um, yeah. So other than that, and then you just like, and crocheting, crochet seaming things together is really yeah, comfortable and fun and fast. So much faster. I don't have to worry about cutting or run, if I run out of strand and like with this uh, Deshane tee, which I should describe it. It's a boxy, but cropped. And I, for that, I needed, thanks to your advice, I did take some, take it out and add another two and a half to three inches. Mm-hmm. Um, it's still cropped, but I feel like it's a, a nicer crop. It's yeah. more at the high hip versus at the waist. Yeah. You'll be more comfortable. Um, I'm going to wear, and I've already, I've already figured out the summer dress I'm going to make so I can wear it under this. What, <laughs> what is it? What is it? Um, I'm going to make oh, wait, that. Is that for the next? I'm like. Yeah, yeah. Okay, never mind. Tell me later. I'm going to make something really, really cool, (laughs) and you're going to like it. And there. (laughs) I'm going to make something cool, and you're going to like it. That goes on a (laughs) t-shirt. It's been a little while. You better like it. (laughs) But that should be a t-shirt. I'm going to make something, and you're going to like it. Yeah, you're not. I I still like what what uh, one of our customers says. She says, you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. My mom has told me that since I was a baby. Yeah, that's a (laughs) classic. That's a momism. Yeah. Um, other than that, that's the stuff that's mostly almost done in progress. I have one thing that I just started that I'm just swatching for, but I can't start on yet. I'm doing a test knit for a sweater for a Tina say, um, Tina dot say dot knits on Instagram. It's pretty awesome. And it's kind of fun cause she uses Slack. So now mm-hmm. when I go to Slack, I either talk to us or I talk to the test group. It's all connected. Yeah, I've done a um, couple tests with a Slack group. Yeah. Um, so we can't start on it yet because it's in the um, tech editor phase, but she's got the group getting she's given she's got the group together so we have time to get our yarns and stuff like uh-huh. that. Um and I'm I'm putting my warm melted butter, gorgeous yellow from the farmer daughter fibers to to use along with this gorgeous green that has like black undertones called pine drop and the fiber itself is rocky mountain pearls p-u-r-l-s which is superwash um bfl with nylon anyway cool that's it do you get rocky mountain pearls from rocky mountain oysters yeah (laughs) i mean i would think so no 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 maybe (laughs) if you don't know what that is google it yeah yeah i'm not saying that loud because we're going to wyoming or like (laughs) oh no because we're going to catalina and there's a bison buffalo there Mm. he was like would you eat a rocky mountain oyster and i was like no way in hell would i eat a rocky mountain would he though oh i'm sure he would yeah oh yeah no no boys would have more trouble with no he would because he eats a lot of weird things (laughs) i would eat one no 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 just to see Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I um, like a lot of different foods, and I'm usually very, but, but those kind of parts of the body, I just don't. Yeah, know. I, I don't mean, need to know what that texture is like. I'm, <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> now I'm dying to know. No. Nope. <laughs> what are you working on, Anne? Uh, so I'm still working on my divide cardigan. I'm almost done with the second sleeve. That's the one I, you were working on last time. Yeah. Yeah. And I um. I started with the sleeves, which is not where the pattern says, but that is one of the things I like doing with a piece sweater because um, you can kind of work out your gauge and get a feel for the pattern. Yeah. Uh, Especially with that color work, you you can kind of get a handle on it or (laughs) if uh, if colors play well together or not. 
That's yeah. fair. Divide is all one color. It's that oh. one that I'm doing in the rust color. Um, um, and it's got the kind of intricate. It's got like a weird ribbing Twisted pattern. rib yeah. cabling. Super, super cool. Which I, I know that's fun because I halfway finished the back already in a different yard. <laughs> um, so I'm looking forward to getting back to that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm working on divide. And then I'm working on this other fun sweater that does have color work. Um, called Knocked, Knocked, Shotten, by okay. Wool Wolmushi. <laughs> uh huh. Um, I think the screen name of the person who turned me on to this sweater is called. I think she's the pearl prolific knitter, like prolific, but prolific. Oh, uh-huh. oh. Um, yeah, prolific knitter. Um, she is super cute on Instagram. Um, I recommend following her because she has given me a lot of knitting inspiration, inspiration, including this sweater. The sweater is, um, you knit the sleeves first. Um, it's kind of like, um, the sort of tube shrugs that were really popular. Oh, where you, like, oh make okay. the sleeve only it's a little more sophisticated, the shaping. Um, and you, so you make the sleeves, the sleeves end with Bavarian, not Bavarian, Latvian braid. So cute. Um, which is wonderful. So here is my sleeve tube. Oh, nice. <laughs> and my one, my one fun cuff there with uh-huh. the Latvian braid. And um, I'm halfway done with the second sleeve. So you do like a provisional cast on and make one sleeve. And then you open the provisional cast on and you mirror the other, the left sleeve. Um, so I'm looking forward to getting to that Latvian braid. Then when it's done, you pick up along the front and the back and you make this kind of like skirt shape with this really pretty, um, like, it kind of looks like wildflowers to me. It makes me think of wildflowers in a field. Hmm. Um, and my colors are gray and black because I'm trying to make a sweater that I can wear to work a lot. Um. I'm going to show you guys a picture of it, but it's taking a long time to load. My one no thank you on this sweater was it's designed so you have to do the color work flat. Oh. Um, so bumming around looking at people's projects, I did see that at least two people set it up so you could do steak stitches. So then you can do your color work in the round mm-hmm. and cut it open. And then I was sold. Nice. I was like, yes, that that I will do this sweater. That sounds fun. Um, here it is. Oh yeah, you showed me this the other day. That's oh, beautiful. Oh wow. Not yeah, it does look like shotten. I see it's in English. Though. I see what yeah. you mean by the, yeah, the skirt kind of the skirt thing. It kind yeah. of reminds me of it's a little like Hitofude, like but with a different it has a little different construction mm-hmm. in that the sleeve tube <laughs> is a little more sophisticated in the shaping. Because mm, yeah. in Hitofude it it is just a rectangle. A yeah. yeah, that you do a Two, three needle bind off to connect, which is delightful. And then you pick up the yeah, the body of the sweater, which is kind of this, you know, uh swingy skirt. Um and then I am determined to go back on a lot of the sweaters I've started because I've literally finished nothing knitting this year practically. Uh-huh. If I'm fast enough, I'll report this finished object that's almost there in my hand. She has something <laughs> in her hand she's not telling us about yet. Um but I have four or five sweaters that just need a little more work, be it sleeves, finish the body and do little sleeves. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm determined to get back into those. 
Um, Can I interrupt you for one second? Of course. Um, so somebody told me about a method that her that somebody was doing that she heard about called the Gideon method, where I don't know why it's called that. <laughs> um, I tried to look it up. I couldn't really figure it out. But basically, you get yourself like. I think the example was five projects that you really want to finish, like five sweaters. And they're like big things that are like looming. You're like, I would really love to finish that project or whatever. Mm -hmm. You line them up and you spend 12 hours with each one. So you kind of have to track your time a little bit, but you're like, I'm going to spend 12 hours working on project number one. And when I hit the 12 hour mark, if I finished it, that's great. I can move on. If I haven't, I have to put it away and then start on project number two and work on it for 12 hours straight until you get to the 12 hour mark. Then you move on to the next project. And she said that by doing it, she finished so many things that were like works in progress. And I was like, well, I was curious, like what 12 hours of knitting time like looks like for me. Oh, it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So, <laughs> and you do knit a lot. So like yeah. that's, uh, I, I just found that fascinating that I learned about that this month because you know I considered doing it and then I was like. Not right now, but that's that's <laughs> something I would definitely try and do. Well, when you have like a I want to finish started things right. surge, which you you do have, <laughs> yeah, I have to say you're very good about that. It's uh, in, starditis. You know, intermittently. Oh, I have starditis. Oh, Bad we all do. <laughs> Bad this year, like the worst year ever. <laughs> um, but that's right up my alley, though. So I like I like hearing about that because yeah. I love that kind of tracking thing. Yes. Um, so it would it would probably be really encouraging because you might be surprised that it may not take you twelve hours to finish. Yeah, or you Something might that get seems so like a big thing, but you might get so, you realize, okay, I it might take thirteen hours, but look, twelve hours, I made a ton of progress. Yeah. Well, yeah, I thought that was cool. It's and that kind of creates also. I've only got twelve hours. How much more can I do? I really you, want to get this done, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. a great motivator. Not because qual the quality of 12 hours of knitting can be vastly different. True. Too, so that's a good point. Um, the the put it away, like a finite you have to put it away is, is like a very good psychological factor because mm -hmm. that's because it's, it's not necessarily procrastination that's not getting me back to those projects, but it's definitely tied to the psychology of procrastination. Right. And that's a procrastination um technique is like give yourself only 10 minutes to work on a project you're avoiding and then it's also it turns into like a carrot on a string if mm -hmm. you really liked project number one but you didn't make it in 12 hours mm -hmm. you know you have to go through the cycle of all the other projects but you're going to get there eventually and oh i really want to get back to it you know so my house might actually even get a little bit cleaner because th there's those projects that i am so close to finishing that i don't want to put away because then i'll forget about them right but they've been sitting in the same place for months. Yeah. <laughs> so they might actually get out of the way. Yeah. I know it would make my studio cleaner. <laughs> oh, Peshaw. <laughs> cleaner schmeaner. Oh, I'm not saying that's like a virtue. I'm just saying <laughs> it would make my studio cleaner. More room for more projects. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> uh, anything There's else? a carrot. Um, I interrupted you, so. Oh, that's okay. That's a good interruption. Um, I have a lot of sewing plans. Mm -hmm. but, um, too much to like really organize my thoughts on. Yeah. <laughs> but I got a lot of sewing ahead for the summer. Nice. Yeah, I did a lot of ordering for sewing. <laughs> <laughs> like late mm. night, I missed I missed out on the Shelby Sherritt, um Darn it, that husband of mine. <laughs> For, I've had, uh, I missed out on her shop update. Yeah, I, think I was going to buy. Get. Well, because it, while Who it's is she, I don't. I don't she's the she one is. who does those great pottery reveals. 
of what's oh, in the mold. That cuteness. Yes. yes. Okay. And so I've been following Sorry, her. Sorry, I haven't absorbed her name. I just watch her. Every and night. 4 p.m. <laughs> Eastern Austra- Australian Eastern Time is 11 p.m. The, okay. d- the night before. That's not so bad. All right. No. And it's I'm like, like 2 a.m. Yeah. No. But it doesn't matter because it was like right. I was like watching the time, watching the time. And then it got distracted with the husband. <laughs> Love yeah. you. I, I and only... then I'm like, what time is it? Oh, it's 1138. <sighs> uh, yeah, I already missed it. it. Forget if, it. If I, I was like, you need to be there at 11. You need to be there at 1059. Yeah. Refresh, yeah. Refresh, or 1055. Yeah. Yep. That yeah, sucks. it's okay. I mean, I budgeted what I thought. An, an American to Australian dollars is really good it's right now. Good, yeah, and I'm like, nice. dang. But she does it once a month, so there's next month. Yeah, it'll come around again. But those echidnas were adorable. Yeah. But in the meantime, then the money I didn't spend on her thing, it did get go. it got spent anyway. Just, <laughs> but I planned some sewing projects, which we'll go into our, uh, which when we get to our other segment, I'll talk yeah. about. Is that consolation shopping? Just to make yourself feel better because yeah. you missed out. Well, I was on the fence, and then it was like, fine. Now I'm on the fence. I'm still gonna spend. Now yeah. I don't. <laughs> now justified. Absolutely. Um, I have a quilt in progress that I have not worked on in a while, but I just realized that I need to have it done relatively soon. I was thinking about this yesterday. I was like, oh crap! I was supposed to. Fi- I'm trying to get it finished. Um, as a wedding gift for the wedding, I have to go to a oh. <laughs> And the top, I'm it's like 20 squares of these big star squares. And I think I have like 14 of them done. So if I really buckle down, I could get it done. But then I have 12 to hours. And all 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah, I know. Um, no, I just need to like lock myself in my studio all day and like actually work on it. Because I get distracted. I'm like, oh, I could do this. I could do that. Like squirrel brain. But I need to finish that. So I got to get back to it. Um, Well, I guess we could do... What we finished. Um, Anne That's wants to go last. Short segment. <laughs> no, no, talk slowly. Well, yeah. I have three things to talk about. You know what? No matter yeah. what, I'm talking about this thing that's in my hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll, hear, we'll hear about it. Um, so when last we recorded, when we were on our trip, I bought and finished the quilt top for the baby quilt. I finished the quilt. Um, the pattern is called, I think it's called Yellow Brick Road. And it is fat quarters. So I put it together and I did some simple quilting on it and it's done. It's so nice and snuggly because I backed it with fleece and it doesn't Ooh. have any batting. So it's nice and soft and snuggly for a baby. And um, you put a label oh, on it. And I put a little label on it. How did um, you do? Oh, you, you did the hand stitched. No, Aww. my machine has um letter stitches. So well, I did That's it, cool. Um, With that. So, but it's done. It was... Most, I mean, the top was done when last we spoke, so I had to do the binding and the quilting and the, you know, all that good stuff. But it's done, so. Can you see the front? Yes. The quilting. That is such a cute pattern. It was so easy. I mean, it was like cut some shapes and sew them together. Um, and it's got, which is how all quilts work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> I understand. It's it was it they're they're very they're rectangular tears. shapes, so it's pretty easy. Um, uniform. Yes, I think there's six different fabrics. One of them has these cute little honeybees. One of them's got like little mushrooms on it, like foresty mushrooms. There's one with um, little tiny leaves, um, like a basic green print. One that's like a wood, like a wood grain print, and then I used a mm. dark brown batik to kind of give it some contrast. And when we were at the quilt store, and I bought the fat quarters, 
I realized that I really wanted to bind the quilt with the green, the matching green. So I had to go online and order like half a yard from Etsy. Um, the fabric collection's called Grow With Me, and I can't remember like who it's from or whatever. But did she not have? Did she not have it at the sh- at the shop? Or maybe they don't have it online. I don't know if they had it online. I can't remember. There was a reason why I went to Etsy to buy it. I don't hmm. remember. But um, I think they only had Fat Quarter, right, or something like that. Oh, yeah, they might not have. That's true. I don't Some places only have the Fat Quarters and not the yardages. Yeah. Um, but that's done, so I can cross that off my list. I, I still want to maybe knit something for this baby as well, but I haven't committed to anything yet. Um, and then I finished the Little Monarch, I think is the name of the pattern, which is for my baby niece. Well, she's not a baby. She's two, but... You're um, a baby till you're five. Okay, then oh, she's a baby. Oh, pretty! <laughs> yeah. um, so this is Little Monarch by Jamie Hoffman, which she's one of my favorites. It is a colorwork yoke kids sweater um and i use two colors of uh malabrigo sock and the bottom one is water green and i don't remember the name of the top one i don't one. know this water green color was that is that of course it's been a while since we were at the no yarn it's, shop, it's so. been a color that's been around we might Yay. just not have had it at, oh okay Anacapa at the i time. think it was sort of newish because you know anacapa has been closed for almost four years yeah no i remember this color in like rios yeah like oh, i think okay. it was newish in in yeah. Um, I bought it at I bought both of these at um, Super Buzzy, and the pattern was like, if you want, you can add optional beads on the neckline, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to do the beads. So and then I found beads in my stash, and the little hook to like the little uh-huh. tiny crochet hook was right next to them, and I was like, okay, fine, universe, I'll put beads <laughs> on it. Was it bottom up or top down? Did uh, you say that down. already? It's oh. top down. Um, and yeah, so I got through all the fun part of the color work, and then I had to do the boring part of the sleeves and the body and. You know, they're all just one color, so but it's small because it's mm-hmm. for a two-year-old. I think I made like the three-four size, and I was thinking about trying to be the aunt that makes all the kids sweaters for Christmas, because I was gonna finish this for her birthday gift. And her birthday was May eighth, and I was like, oh, I'll give it to her on her birthday, but like, why would you need a long sleeve sweater going into the summer? So I'm gonna save it and give it to her, I think, for Christmas, and I hope it still fits her by then. It's like, don't go through a gr- growth spurt. I could block it a little more aggressively. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but when I hold it up, I'm like, is she this small? I don't know. Um, I, it's two gauge and I made a size larger than she currently wears. So I think you should be fine. You got a little bit of insurance there. I hope. And, <laughs> and girls clothes, like negative youth is okay. Yes. So you get that, you know, you get a little bit more leeway. Yeah. Um, and then yesterday I buckled down to finish my, well, I've been working on this for a couple weeks, but this is the, my second scrappy sweater. It's gorgeous. Um, like I was telling Karen, I made one scrappy sweater um, a couple years ago. And then I was like, oh, this will go. I'll go through so much stash. And I still have enough <laughs> stash to knit. I don't know how many more. Sweaters. <laughs> like, also, my stash keeps growing. And when things come out, things come in. So it's a never ending cycle, I think, that I can knit infinite amounts of scrappy sweaters. But it's two strands of sock yarn held together throughout um, the whole time. What pattern did you use? This time I used flax from Tin Can Knits because I wanted a really basic, like, no frills, like, sweatshirt, basically. And it's a top-down raglan, all-in-one piece, easy-peasy kind of sweater. Um, The original flax pattern has, like, a garter stitch design element down the sleeves, which I omitted. I just made them plain stockinette because I just wanted it to be easy. Um, Mm -hmm. And it's two colors of sock yarn. I used a solid color and a multi held together at all times. 
Um, and I never cut the same color at the same time. So they would all blend into each other. Mm -hmm. So if I was using like a solid and a multi, I would cut the multi and join in a new one, but keep the solid and six rows of each. So I like six row stripes, basically, if that makes sense. My other sweater, I was much more random about it. I just cut and did a couple rows of this and then a bunch of rows of that, but I wanted to make it a little bit easier for my brain and just make it six rows of each and then yeah. you know i don't have to think as hard about it so do you find that it kept it more and you were more engaged and it goes quicker because you're only oh, thinking 100%. in terms of six or also just because i want to see kind of what the next color is going to look like you know you have an idea of like i didn't plan too far ahead i'm like i'm going to do this and this and this like mm -hmm. i didn't lay them out i just kind of picked out yarn out of my bag as i went but I had a general idea of like, oh, maybe I'll blend into green next. And, you know, it keeps it exciting because you want to see what the next color is going to mm -hmm. look like. And it's not like an unknown and it's how of time. It's a yeah. great way to get a, a sweater done because you, you're you excited to keep going. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I didn't match the sleeves. They don't match the body. I didn't care about that. I just made it all totally scrappy. But then when I finished it and I held it up, I noticed that there's some orange and green that landed about the same <laughs> spot on one of the sleeves to the body. And I was like, well, oh, yeah, I didn't do that on purpose. And they're all different yarns too. It just looks similar just because of the colors, but yeah, it's not a big deal. I'm not taking it back or anything. Oh no. <laughs> it's it, that's part of the randomness. Um, you have to, you have to trust what happens yeah. because it goes to show that as much as we try to be random, Oh, humans can't. <laughs> we, the brain wants order and we'll find well, a way. Well, I wasn't even looking at the body. I just was like, oh, I'm in orange. You know, that'll blend well with the green. And then I held it up and I was like, oh, oops. <laughs> oh, well. well, yeah, it probably speaks to that. Those colors appeal to you together. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, I will be honest and tell you that when I picked up this sweater to finish it, I was thinking in terms of the Gideon method and I timed myself Yeah, 12 hours when I put it away and I picked it up, I was in like the middle of the ribbing on the body. Okay. So I finished the body and I finished one and a half sleeves and that was 12 hours. And I was like, I'm just going to finish it. So, <laughs> so I kind of failed on that project. Well, not but, failed. And I don't know finished. if I'm going to continue, but um, finished project can never be considered a failure. Right? No, no, no. I failed on the, on the Gideon, Gideon. method, but, um, I, or yeah. did you? Wasn't that the, the method? Wasn't the, that the point of the method? Just to get me to finish it. Yeah. yeah. I, I had a list of five things. I was like, I'm going to do this next. But now I'm like, well, I'm kind of happy I finished the thing. Maybe I'll just, you know, do whatever I want for a while. Well, that's true. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that sounds about right. Like one and a half sleeves in 12 hours. Yeah. 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 And like had like half an inch of ribbing on the body. But I was like, well, maybe I can make it. I was like, you know, when you have a deadline, so you're like trying to knit faster. And, it, you know, it, I didn't really knit that much faster because I didn't, you know, I didn't make it. But I'm happy I finished it. It's also, I made this one. The first one I made is like a little short in the body and the sleeves are a little wide. So it's like the the proportions are a little awkward, but I wear it all the time when it's cold because it's like a good comfy sweatshirt. So I made this one a little bit like the sleeves are more shapely. The body's also kind of longer, so I could wear it with like leggings or something and it like mm -hmm. partially covers my butt um so i really like the way it fits too so i'm excited about that i haven't blocked it yet i don't think i'm gonna except i might like partially block the neckline because it's kind of um pulling at the top so i think if i flattened it out and just gave it like a good steam but the rest of the body i'm not too concerned about and all the ends are well like 95 percent of the ends are woven We're not in. counting ends today well they're i just have to trim them <laughs> Um, but I wove them in as I went oh, when I started each great. stripe because there would be 5 billion ends to weave in if I didn't do that. Yeah, with with mine, <laughs> I went ahead and did a magic knot ball. Mm -hmm. 
um, I've learned not to trim too closely to the knots. Yeah. And when you're doing something scrappy, any little flags just get sucked into the texture. I so. did that a couple times on here, but I did the like weave in as you go while you're knitting thing for like two inches. So um, that made it easy. There's a new scrappy sweater by Wool and Pine mm-hmm. called mm. the Sea Glass Tea. Is that oh, what that yeah. is? I yeah. didn't look at the picture that closely. so uh, I saw it on the Prolific Knitter. <laughs> I think some one of my customers or our customers was telling me about it. It's beautiful. Um, so one of the recommendations in the pattern is to use um, Prey Check oh. on your magic knot. And I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe just like a dot of it? It's just a dot. I mean, either I trust it or I don't. I mean, could it hurt? Well, it does give you a texture change. And then I would have to, like, apologize to um, Rich Deppy, who always wanted to put glue on his ends. Mm. And I said no, don't by no that. means. Well, I still, I, I, I mean, we all have I'm... the same reaction. We're all like, oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> yeah, you have. Let, yeah, let's put glue on your sweater. But yeah. I did glue have a magic knot come undone in the middle of my divided sleeve, and I'm, you know, saying some prayers and retying it. Yeah. So. yeah, I mean, I would be tempted to just throw a spot of glue, a uh, fray check on it. Yeah, I mean, it's it's. I think it's more flexible than like a regular like glue. Yeah, you're not putting super glue intended, on it. <laughs> yeah, it's intended for this purpose. She's adorable. Look at her. She's doing her. Yeah, she's wearing. She must. I wonder if she did the test knit. She did. Yeah, I think that's why she's like. On all the trends because she's a prolific test knitter. A prolific, prolific. test knitter. <laughs> Cute. Uh, but she she has like the best suggestions for patterns. Um, I think that's all the things I finished. So, Karen, Karen what have you? Finished? Anything? Um, nothing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, nothing. <laughs> I. I was, so like I said, I had, so that's the thing, I'm like, I'm on the verge of finishing. You finished a quilt top. Yeah, yeah. technically, yes. I'm okay. adding, that's true, I finished it. Just because I choose to add to it doesn't diminish that it is technically, according to the pattern, finished. <laughs> We've all agreed that it's, that you can count it. You don't awesome. have to justify yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. it anymore. Awesome, awesome. Um, that makes me think of that bad joke of how do you, how, how do you know when a painter is done with a painting? Mm. They're, died? They're dead. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> guess it's done now <laughs> well all of a sudden she's silent <laughs> uh, oh, I'm not threatening Karen <laughs> that's, that's not happening um, okay so I did some more sewing when we got home from our trip mm-hmm. I made Mirabella another um, of those little 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 office girl flouncy <laughs> new look oh uh, yeah the little which (laughs) my god okay she looks so cute in those yeah (laughs) especially the one that i bought the best one is the one that i bought on a whim at that fabric store which is um a soft pink background with these little kind of graphic kitty heads i love that one polka dots and then the hound the pink and black hounds too um and that's the best one I love that. Um, a little girl in houndstooth pants. It's like, real, that's so real cute. cute. Real cute. But she's such a goof. <laughs> like, we all were at 10, I'm sure. Um, she, at least I know it's genetic. Um, <laughs> she, uh, I gave her all the clothes, and she would nod over them, and she wore them all. But it, I made um, the skirts, since there was extra fabric, 
and so she wore the skirts with the pants. Yeah, the whole <laughs> instead look. Of, yeah, instead of, she oh, owns I it. have two bottoms, and I, I can wear this top with two bottoms. <laughs> I want you to make her shorts, too, and see how she puts all that together. <laughs> One, two, three. Uh, yeah, that's... <laughs> I'm like, why are you doing that? She's like, well, the skirt doesn't get stinky or anything. And I like it this way. Okay. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, so I made her one more of those. She's, there was uh, like a yard remnant at Joanne's when I went for some notions. And um, it's the LOL dolls, which are these stupid, oh, uh-huh. big headed, big eyed dolls that she loves. So that turned out real cute. And I made all that... Um, bias binding out of that pink and black houndstooth the extra yard I got mm-hmm. so that's gonna be mm-hmm. my bias binding like on everything for the next year but it went real cute with that um and then I finished a pattern by who are they uh, I have to think about what their name is but it's the Leo dungarees mm. so in my um stash of fabric so I, I threw out a challenge to myself to not just make nine I'm going to make nine, finish nine, and use nine. So this fabric is part of my use nine. Mm. (laughs) I literally have no memory of where and when I got this. Um, It's like a, it's not quite a gauze, but it's a lightweight broadcloth in a royal blue. And I washed it. I didn't iron it when I washed it. And I spent 40 minutes ironing it before I could cut it out because it's kind of gauzy. So it was quite wrinkled. And um, I have eight and a half yards of it. (laughs) So the Leo dungarees, it's 45 inches wide. They took about four yards in um, a size, U.S. size 18. Which. Okay, go ahead. No, no, I, I lost track. Never mind. Okay. Sorry. So they're big balloony um, pants with a little um, like pinafore top and you t- the straps tie and they're, um, you know, big balloon legged um, dungarees. <laughs> it really is something you should put like a four year old little girl in. Yeah. <laughs> but made for grown ups, <laughs> which um, I added pockets. I put the pockets too low. Oh, I hate that. Um. Because it's hard to judge where the waistline is. But they're okay. I, I might go to the trouble of opening the side seam and moving the mm-hmm. the inseam pocket up. But probably not. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Until I, you wear them another couple times and you're like, okay, no, yeah, I have to fix this. Right? I am good. I've gotten better in recent years. If there is something that's really making something less than desirable to wear it, I uh-huh. will change it. Like... Mm-hmm. My favorite lemon dress that I put on Instagram recently. That was a Vogue pattern that had this little tie front that was like, hello, boobs. <laughs> and I'm comfortable with cleavage. It was just like a little too much. Especially for like an everyday dress. You yeah. don't want to have to worry too much about you know, yeah. all that. And so I um, I just didn't feel comfortable wearing it. And mm-hmm. so I took a Butterick pattern that I adore and put the top of that on there. And now it's a dress I wear all the time yeah um so the i might change those pockets because i know i will like it better um i am not sure about these these pants though (laughs) i'm gonna wear them on memorial day and i'll post a picture on instagram Mm -hmm. um because the thing is i like dresses over thing over skirts because it's done it's a whole look Mm -hmm. i don't have to go looking for a shirt to go with it 
and I'm not like much I into t-shirts. So I don't have a lot to go under these dungarees. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see. It's going to be, it's a cute summer wear. I'm, I'm into it. Yeah. Um, and I am six or seven stitches away from finishing this sweater. So it's done. Nice. <laughs> and we're not talking about ends being woven in, guys. No, not at all. about your finished sweater. Literally, there are maybe 80 ends to weave in on. And you didn't weave them in? No. I had lots of pep talks with myself of like, you should do each day's progress. Right. Okay, good night. <laughs> uh, okay, Anne, you're starting the sleeves. You need to just you sit down should... with the movie. Yeah. And... Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's going to be my... But how has you the words you should ever motivated anyone to really... No, that's no. a good point. As soon as you say you should, I'm like, like, but I'm nope, not gonna. I'm Mm-mm. leaving. Bye. <laughs> Even though it's in my own head. <laughs> so this is stripes, which I this is my second one that I started, but first one I'm finishing. Mm-hmm. Um, the first one is um, like bits and bobs of other sweaters, and I'm waiting to get some bits and bobs, so I have to finish a different sweater to continue my stripe sequence on the other one um what's the pattern it's called stripes okay (laughs) by andrea mowry she uh teased it last august and i think it didn't come out until december or january even because i'm pretty sure that i bought it like as soon as it came out Uh because i've wanted to make it the whole time i thought about making just using one of her other yoke sweaters and just doing stripes is it a pullover yes nice all right Ooh. Oh, so cute! So oh, that is awesome. All my Malabrigo and oh, from the blankets, from my blankets. <gasps> That's um, awesome. There are twelve solids: one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. And then there's there's total fourteen solids because some did run out before without enough to do the sleeves. Um, so I had to sub in two of the colors I had omitted. Um, cause they, one was my edging and I didn't have it yet when I started the sweater. And the other is, um, the c- chameleon color, which is not really a solid. It's really a multi, but it's dark. Uh-huh. So this sweater is white speckle backgrounds alternating with the Malabrigo, um, solids and all the white speckles are going to be a future scrapper party where nice. I just blend oh, through awesome. the, um, these white, white background um, solids. Because I can't have a truly white sweater. No. That's, that's not a thing that I can This have. sweater, when did you start it? Um, I it's I kind of started it. I've never seen, I don't think I've seen well, it. I, I wasn't showing it to you guys because I was going to finish it really fast. I'm like, it appeared out like, of nowhere. I've right? never, I don't <laughs> even know. Because one of our customers was telling me, Anne's making the sweater with this, like the speckles in the middle and it looks so great. And I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've never seen this project. Um, yeah, they got to see it on on Zoom uh-huh. drop-ins, but I um, was going to like awe you guys with how quickly I finished it. Uh-huh. And yeah. then it came to the sleeves and I put it aside for like three months. Well, you still awed oh. me because I didn't know it was a thing. So <laughs> I'm impressed. Look at this thing that came from nowhere. <laughs> but I, I started it maybe January, maybe, maybe know. February. I also don't know. But so it's I still did make with the body it, in hey, like It's a still week. finished in half the year. Right. Oh, before yeah. the six month part. Yeah. I, um, I made the body in like a week. We were talking about the crop sweaters and there was some sweater I put on that I was making and it went like directly under my boots mm-hmm. if I had stopped when she recommended. And that's this sweater. I remembered while I was working on uh-huh. it. Oh, look oh, at my sleeve. So cute. <laughs> Those are cool. 
cool. I want to make one of those. It's so fun, guys. So Stripes is actually, when I looked at patterns yesterday, it was the number one pattern on Ravelry, which is sort of weird because it's been out for six months. Yeah. So why would it be number one yesterday? Somebody cool who has a lot of followers posted yeah, about it. Yeah, probably. It. it wasn't me. It was Anne. <laughs> nope. You're a trendsetter. Uh, you influencer. You influenced us, though. I just put sure. it on and it fits perfect. It's so I'm cute. so happy. I love that length. I love I it. Because I wear a lot of like high-waisted pants. Yeah, it's so perfect. cute. Perfect, perfect. So, Did you um, make the ribbing longer than she says? Yes, because okay. um, I ran out of stripe sequence. Mm. And I knew I needed more body. <laughs> so um, I did, um, I mean, she intends this pattern to be a blank canvas. I think the stripes in the pattern are eight. Um, I did five uh, rounds for my stripes on this because I had so many colors. Uh-huh. I needed a smaller number. Um, did you like do the math to figure out the rows course. and all that? I absolutely did. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the inch. Um Oh, I'm so happy. <laughs> it's so cute. I was very tempted to start my scrapper that comes out of this um, speckled. And um, what had happened is I wound all of these speckled yarns one day and lined them all up. And I thought, these are so pretty. They would be really cool as distinct stripes because mm-hmm. scrapper's going to blend them together. Yeah. Um, and then the Malabrigo bits and bobs, which were just going to go into my um, ongoing scrap um, afghan they um were sitting nearby and i was like oh huh because huh. there's a significant amount of each ball of malabrigo left like 25 to 30 gram, 30 grams not enough to make a whole nother square but a substantial amount yeah um and it all worked out there were moments like this stripe of ankara green down by the cuffs i had like six inches i was left gonna say were there any the real close stripes. calls oh yeah <laughs> uh the ankara green and the coral mm-hmm. were the closest um you won yarn chicken for I, sure. <laughs> well, so I had to make both sleeves at the same time. Ah. Because I had to like yeah, make do sure the stripe. You enough. Yeah, and make sure everything was cool. So there's too much yarn for the speckle sweater too. So I was going to have like, it was just too much yarn. So yeah. I knew there was enough that I could steal another sweater out of the speckle <laughs> yarn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I overbought, but I don't want to give up any of the colors that I have. That's awesome. And so... Katie and Karen will get to see how many ends need to be woven. That in. looks like the inside of my sweater. <laughs> it's fringe. It is. You know, you could even just wear it inside out. I could, but um, and have fringe on the bottom of the sleeves sure. and down the front, or right down the front. And or down it is. The back. It's a fashion it's statement. Like turning it around. You know, it's going to be a trend. You do that because you know the inside looks just as pretty when you have the stripes. Sure, it, it, they are pretty actually. Um, because the where they interlock. You is think really I'm mean. kidding? I know. You, I know you're like a little kidding and a little not. But um, I did the jogless join um, uh-huh. where you lift, like on the second round of your color, you lift the first, like carry like the first stitch. The, yeah. Um, and it looks ugly until you wave that in. So I have to wave them in. Yeah. <laughs> she can't live with herself. Nope. 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 Um. So so nice. so that saga begins of weaving in the ends. Uh, but I finished something knitting, Yay! which Yay! I literally do not think has happened this year until this project. I have been That's starting, awesome. starting, starting, planning, 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 and finishing nothing. Mm-hmm. But the wave, I think I will try that Gideon method because there's, I have Miss Ziggy I need to do the sleeves on. Mm-hmm. I have Sanguine I need to finish the body and do the sleeves. Mm-hmm. I have, um, 
Alexander sweater, which I think the guilt of not finishing Alexander sweater is part of what was holding me back on finishing knitted things. Uh-huh. Like, what am I doing finishing my sleeves? My poor son's sleeves need to be finished. I can't find them. So I got to find oh. them first. I have several projects where it's like, you're so close to the end that if I buckled down, you'd be done in no time. Yeah. There's a really great post from woolenhoney.com about the Gideon methods. Mm-hmm. If you did a Google search, it would be the first one that came up. Um, and they do a good job of, like, explaining it. But I also kind of skimmed it, so I didn't see if where the name came from because I was curious, but I also mm-hmm. didn't, you know, follow up on that. So I don't know. But, um, well, I guess we can jump into what we're going to talk about today, um, now that we're an hour in. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Yep. <laughs> so since we are moving into warmer weather, although it's a little gloomy here today, but... May gray. Yeah. And we'll have some June gloom. But eventually, you know, we'll get into the, the warmer summer months. And it's, um, yeah, so since June is like the kickoff to summer, you know, we will it will actually be summer soon. Um, we thought we would talk about maybe some warm weather project recommendations. So things you can make or things that are, you know, a little more pleasant to work on while it's warm outside. So we each um, picked three patterns that we can sort of talk about or recommend um, that we either, you know, have made or you know, something like that. Um, a knitting, a crocheting, and a sewing pattern recommendation. So we want to go like round table and start with like a knitting project recommendation. Mm-hmm. Sure. So mine, um, I have made both the V-back tee and the scrappy V pattern by um, Jamie Hoffman. So Knitosophy, the same one who designed the little monarch sweater. And they are short sleeve t-shirts that are knit in fingering weight, which is like, you know, a great weight, especially because we live, I mean, if you're in Ventura, it's, you know, it can be gloomy or, you know, you're near the beach. It's not always super hot. So you can get away with wearing a wool t-shirt a lot of the time. And it's also a good pattern to layer in the cooler months. Cause I wear it with like a long sleeve t-shirt underneath or something. And, it, and I love both of those projects. Um, but they're also nice to work on because they're not full sweaters with sleeves and they're not real heavy on your lap, but you know, it's still a garment that you can knit. Um, you could also make it in something other than wool. Obviously you could use, you know, um, like a more summery weight, um, linen or a cotton or whatever, but I love both of those patterns. And I was just looking back on my projects and, um, I pulled them out of my sweater drawer recently and I thought, Oh, I should be wearing these more often. So those are my that's my knitting pattern recommendation. Either the V-back tee, which is reversible. You can wear it with the V in the front or the V in the back. It's very cute. Or the scrappy V, which is, um, you don't have to use scraps or leftovers. You could use any yarn you want, but that's my knitting pattern recommendation. I, um, I'm going to take that one to heart because I definitely have yarn for V-back tee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just languishing. Yeah. I want to make another one of those. It was, it's a good, project also for using stash because you're blending different colors of fingering weight which i know i have plenty of mm-hmm. karen you want to go next uh so for knitting i want to keep with small projects i think small portable projects that are almost mindless that i can drop and go do something else but then easily come back to so I've got two things that I, I'm going to work on. I'm going to go back, revisit an old pattern that I actually taught as a class called Howl Cat by Alex Tinsley. It's called that because it's a cowl and it's a hat, depending on how you wear it. Mm-hmm. So it's like 
you cast on a certain number of stitches. There's no increases. There's no decreases. So imagine a hat with no decreasing, but yet it shapes and fits your head. So <laughs> half of it's worsted, one, one ribbing. The other half is like a fingering in stockinette, bind off. Mm -hmm. And then what you do is you'll turn it inside out. You put like the lighter weight on your head because this is big tube. You twist it. And then you pull the worsted part down mm -hmm. and it's a hat. Now, the and, and ponytail hats are a kind of a thing. I, hopefully it's a short-lived thing. Um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but if you wanted that, because it's not actually closed on top, you could yeah. pull your hair out that way. I gave my sister a beanie that I knit and she was like, can you make a hole in the top for my bun? And I was like, because mm. I think they look so dumb. I know. <laughs> look so stupid. But it, I mean, it was easy enough to like pull out the last couple rounds and just bind off and she yeah, was so yeah. excited but i was like okay but that's a great pattern because like especially thinking of like travel knitting oh like, yeah how easy is that you don't even have to have your pattern it's just knit no. pearl and maybe a tape measure that's yeah perfect exactly for traveling. Ta tape measure and then when it gets to a certain point then you change yarns and needles mm -hmm. and i think there is an increase just because you're you're switching from a heavy a worsted mm -hmm. weight yarn to a fingering and you want to keep the proportions um dimensions correct but yeah i'm gonna so i got some yarn and it came super fast from um the farmer's daughter fibers because i just love their stuff and in fact both these projects are from that um and i just realized they almost are the same yarn yeah <laughs> two projects of the same yarn um one is the the worsted weight is just grab it since I have it right here and hopefully I save my labels because you know that would be bad um oh, my label's not in here whatever it's oh. in the ball oh here it is that's right because I'm repurposing it from another project Silka PE which is 100% Montana and Wyoming Rambouillet um and that is I'm going to do that and have it in a really pretty what do you, what color do you think I'll be making that one from? Um, I'm gonna guess like a teal. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's like a robin's egg, a really pale robin's egg Ooh. teal. But for my fingering, I'm gonna pair it with their like fuzzy um, baby alpaca yarn. Cute. So yeah. it'll be like a soft fuzz lining that has multicolors. You can also wear it the other way around. Too, it, right? That's the thing; it's reversible. You can wear it with the worsted side the close to your head out. and the fuzzy yeah. side out. Um, if you don't, if you just fold it in half, it's a cowl. Mm -hmm. It's super, super clever. It's easily adaptable because it doesn't really matter as long as you have an even number of stitches, yeah. <laughs> you know, the other project is, um, same yarn. Basically I did one sample and I realized I did my sample wrong. <laughs> uh, the Asa Ukanaki. There's a lot of double eyes, both of, both the, Soka PE and us, this last thing I said uh -huh. <laughs> um, have two eyes at the end. And let me see, let's see if I sometimes I don't print out all my pages. Some um, I believe you can find this pattern also on the Farmer's Daughter Fiber website. It's a, a great fundraiser. Um, yeah, it uses the Soka PE, but that actually pairs with spin cycle yarns dyed in the wool. So you get this changing colorway and um, I love the one that I did so what happens is you've got and you've got the soft fuzzy it has a lining to mm -hmm. it 
Um, but for the most part, it's like four rows, a four row, four stitch repeat over and over and over again. It's very my. I don't think you said what it was. Yeah, I did. Asa ukanaki. But what is it? It's a cowl. Sorry. Good. A tube. Another tube. It's another tube. It's yeah. See, I'm working on quick tubes. Um, but it was funny when I read the instructions. It's a. It's amazing what one difference makes. Like when you're working it, you're working it inside out. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's when I did the my first sample, I there's a slip stitch and I slipped it with the yarn and back. And I read now that it's supposed to be. I'm like, oh, I was supposed to slip that in the front. Look Don't at, you love when you revisit a pattern and you're like, oh, I did the exact opposite. But it's a very different look. Oh, yeah. Wow. It looks totally different. <laughs> it looks totally different. You're like window panes versus like kind of like a little stripe. I mean, when you, this is the part, this cool. is the part, this is this, I'm showing them the backside because like I said, you're working it with the backside uh-huh. facing you. Oh, this is the thing we said don't line because both sides were pretty. <laughs> Right. But I did oh, it yeah. anyway because I wanted to. But oh, but now you can't. You yeah, but now you can't see what the inside looked like to compare how I did it wrong. I mean, if you do it wrong, it still looks really awesome. But um, yeah, you could decide which side you liked better and make that. And if you right follow side. the instructions, you still have the same dilemma that both sides look really yeah. cool. <laughs> like, yeah, so you don't have to line it. You could just keep it lightweight. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the lining. So if you don't line it, you have a nice spring cowl. If you line it, you've got a great winter fall cowl. So there you go. But but the lining is so so pretty. Yeah, that is also pretty. Anyway, so that is that's for my knitting. That's what I'm working on. Cool. Um, I have this sick idea every summer. <laughs> I don't know why. It usually strikes me in August when it's getting really quite hot because really the you know late summer early fall is the hottest around here um to make blankets that's (laughs) silly i know (laughs) six again but if you make a blanket that's modular yeah it's not so insane that's a great option that's a great idea so a hot um pattern that's been moving through our community is the honeycomb waves blanket yep it is a free pattern um you can knit it in strips which is what the pattern calls for or you can um, cast on like your desired length and the stitch repeat and um, make it all in just one make piece. it all in one. Which is funny because people kept saying, oh, this looks like something Stephen West would do. And he does have a couple of patterns that use this honeycomb um, a lot. Um, there's, I think, two or three patterns of his. But then I was just bumming around on his um, Instagram and I saw that like he has made the honeycomb blanket more than one time. Also, okay. So yes, it does look like something Stephen West would make, because um, he has. <laughs> um, so you, the hot tip here is that people have been using um, either the Karen cakes or the uh, mandalas from Lion Brand, um, and you use two different self-striping, and you get this really cool gradient with the um, border of the honeycomb and the background. Yeah. And it's a very easy stitch pattern that's very impressive. I, you know, it's, it's an old stitch pattern really. And, um, it's, you know, knitting and purling with slipping some stitches. It's yeah. very, very, and you're friendly. only using one color at a time. You're not right. doing any mm-hmm. color work. Really. Right. Right. Um, really good impact for the work you put in. Also, it, Oh, go ahead. Oh, I'm probably gonna say the same thing that you were going to say. So go ahead and say, it. um, I was going to say, 
that making a modular blanket in summer is a fantastic idea, number one, because each piece, like if you're making squares or whatever, is small. But then by the end of summer, you have a blanket for winter yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly. Um, there you go. Never... But, but that's actually better than what I was going to say. It's, nope. <laughs> it's, it's never um, big and bad on your lap, you know? Yeah. Um, I started another one last year that's called um, Safe at Home Blanket. And it's these oh, yeah. very cute little houses. Um, and so that started. So it's a, it's these strips of houses that you make and, and sew together at the end. So I am going to finish that, I think. Maybe. Nice. Ironically, from yarn that was purchased um, July, like two or three years ago, to make a blanket starting in July. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I preemptively go back? And yeah. I just remembered a thing I finished. Oh, yeah. Oh, Absolutely. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, Absolutely. I knit a baby blanket for a baby shower I went to for my cousin-in-law, whatever. Um, but I used, I don't have the blanket because I already gave it to them, but I have a picture. Um, it is Bud and Chloe. I was working on it when we were on our trip. Um, uh-huh. This is the Chevron baby oh, blanket yeah. by Pearl Cute. Soho Free Pattern. Two colors of Spud and Chloe sweater, a blue and a green, like a limey green and like a nice royal blue. Um, and then I made a matching hat to go with it. So I want to wow, get credit cute. for my blanket that I finished. Well, you deserve <laughs> credit. Well, now we can talk about crochet project ideas. All right. Um, my recommendation is um, a market bag or market bags. Yeah. Great idea. Because, you know, everybody loves going to the farmer's market or whatever. You know, re- reusable bags are always good to have on hand. Usually they are made with like a cotton yarn. So it's a nice summery weight. So it's number one nice to work on in the summer but also a helpful thing to have at summertime or you know year-round but you could use it for you know your beach towels and stuff go to the beach whatever um i have made various ones in my time as a maker and i couldn't think of one off the hand but i was uh rummaging through ravelry and i found this pattern called the sakura market bag which has this beautiful like medallion flower on the bottom of it and it's like one of the most popular crochet patterns so if you're a like, you know, an avid crocheter, you've probably seen this pattern, but wait, now wait, I'm, I need to make again? one of these. Going to Sakura Market Bag. Um, DK weight cotton yarn. Um, it's so cute. So now I'm like, I, I have a make bunch, one of those. I have a bunch of that from other, I've got in my stash. Okay. Why? Because it was going to be something else, and then I totally lost. <laughs> <laughs> I was just wondering what it was going to be. I have a hard time with it. It was going to be a sweater, and then I'm like, yeah, I don't feel like it. Don't make a cotton sweater. You got smart. <laughs> yeah. Instead, it's going to be a market bag, and I could do multiple because I've got multiple colors. Yeah. <laughs> it also doesn't have to be cotton. You could make it with like an acrylic yarn, and it would work yeah. just as well. You know, it's just. But it's a good way to use because cotton is fun to have around. I just don't trust it in garments. No. And you could use a cheap cotton, like a dishcloth cotton for and this, whereas I wouldn't make a sweater out of that. Yeah, there's so and that's many basically cute... what it is. It's kind of, it's the Knit Picks cotton. Dishy. 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 I yeah. Have a cone of, like, peaches and cream in white. That's, like, the never-ending cone of cotton. <laughs> so I think that's probably what I'm going to make my market bag out of, but um, say there's I do so want to make one. There's so many cute colorways of those dishcloth exactly. cottons, so that's a good way to indulge in but when, and she shows so many colors too. Oh, there. Yeah, there's a million pattern photos. Also, anything that we mention in knitting and crocheting, you could make the knit or crochet version of. You know what I mean? Like I'm talking about crocheted market bags, but there are a million patterns for knitted market bag patterns. Mm-hmm. So that's also you know totally an option. Um, 
but that's my pattern well, recommendation. Yeah. There is um Safe at Home has a Tunisian crochet version. Oh, that's cool. Um, and there's probably something like honey oh, so many languages. <laughs> I guess I'll stick with English. Um, Karen, do you have a crochet pattern? As much as I want a small project in knitting, I want a big project in crochet because crochet goes fast. Sure. So to me, so I actually picked um, kind of in the lines of Anne's idea of modular. I've, the, I've got this Tony Lipsy. I had her name up. Hold on. Let me pull it, pull it up. Mm-hmm. It's a problem with trying to shop while you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> you write like, them down and you shop later. <laughs> yeah. So Tony Lipsy, T-O-N-I. Um, has two afghans, the saltwater afghan, which has got a really neat texture, but it's big, wide stripes. Nice. Um, and the Daphne afghan, which is modular in that you're working on these triangles and it's a a stripe of an ombre and a stripe of a solid, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to do a stripe of a speckle called cake pop Mm -hmm. (laughs) from knit picks. And I'm going to... Then they have the Brava Worsted mini skein um, set. So you get like a bunch of like 1,300 yards worth of worsted weight in like 15 colors uh-huh. or something like that. Even numbers. So probably a 14 or something like that. Anyway, so I got one of those mini skeins. And what it does is it's like these narrow stripes that tr- you make these triangle shapes. And then the triangles get sewn together to make one big square. Mm-hmm. Um, so... That is what I am going to do. Nice. Uh, the saltwater afghan, I am kind of in the nitpicks kick, I guess. Um, I'm reusing up stash of the, they call it an Aran weight, but honestly, it knits and crochets up as a worsted weight. And it's, it's that, a fine line. It's, it's wonder, wonder fluff. Uh-huh. I mean, they call for an 11, and 11 is way too loose. And if you look at the notes, everybody says 11 is too loose for for that. Uh-huh. Um, it works better on an 8, and it still is not a tight fabric. So I am going to use up my – that Wonder Fluff is that soft um, – what is it when it's like a tube that they blow – yeah, I don't know what the name of that is. But. Whatever that kind of construction of yarn is, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine a soft, fluffy Ugh. blanket? Yes. Unfortunately, it'll be warm. <laughs> so maybe earlier in the summer. But modular. Yeah. Well, okay. That one is for salt water, which is not oh, modular. June. June gloom. Remember? June yeah. gloom. Get If you're going to work on something warm, do or it before you August. you sit at a table and you put it on the table to yes. work and it's not in your lap. And put the fan under underneath the table. The table. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, um, yeah, so that's that's my crochet. Cool. I, there's a lot. Of, she's got a lot of great designs. I had a hard time choosing. Um, I was like, oh, I like that one. Oh, I like that one. Mm-hmm. I actually bought several several patterns of hers, but focused on those two as far as afghans go. Well, the good thing about making in summertime is usually whatever you finish is done by wintertime. So it's not a bad idea to make a blanket in summer because you make a blanket in winter and then you can't use it. Yeah. You know? So, yeah. yeah. There's something to be said about that. Uh, Anne, do you have a recommendation? Um, for crochet, I'm going to go back and finish a project um, that I started. I think shawls are a pretty good warm mm-hmm. weather project. I haven't been too into shawls the last couple of years. Um, They're fun to make. I just don't ever wear them. Yeah. I 
I, I'm okay about wearing them. They're not bad to wear to the office for one more layer when it's real cold mm-hmm. um, or a light layer. Um, but Morning Light Shawl by CJ Brady. Um, one of our crocheters was making and it's so pretty and it's like a really fun V-stitch repeat. Mm. Um, so I'm going to pick that back up. And, and Oh, is that the that. one that goes from like point to point? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It's I like that. Real cute. Um, and I was making it in like a fun um, self-striping sock yarn I had in my stash forever and it was turning out really cute. So I'm going to, I'm going to dig that out and finish it. And I almost recommended a um, crochet shawl because um, I don't crochet as often as I knit. So I went into my Ravelry finished projects and looked at crochet projects. Um, and I am scrolling to find the half moon shawl I made mm. a couple years ago. I mean, years ago, 2017. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a free pattern. I think it's a free pattern on Ravelry. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's not. It's $5, but it's a pattern on Ravelry. Well, I used like a gradient set. Um, it was a sample at Anna Kappa, so you probably remember oh, that yeah. one. Oh, yeah. yeah. But like yeah. mini skeins, she makes it, I think, in like a self-striping yarn. So you could do like a cotton cake or something, and it would be um, perfect for that. But um, I remember that being a very fun pattern. It was easy, and it was fun. So that was my that's my um, honorable mention. <laughs> well, now we can talk about sewing projects. Yeah. Um, I am not the garment sewer that either of you are. <laughs> um, it's not my favorite kind of sewing. I get like a bug to make clothes every once okay, in a while. Okay, I started getting my bug because you were making teas and all kinds of awesome stuff when we well, first were here. Yeah, I was really into making garments a couple of years ago. And then I like I haven't in a while since then, just because it's not my style usually. But I have two patterns from Cashmerette that I have made multiple times that I really like. Um, and Cashmerette is a independent designer who makes plus size sewing patterns. And I think they're going back and filling in like the smaller end of their sizes. Um, I don't know if either of these are yet available, but they're both sizes 12 through 32. Um, one of them is the Pembroke dress, which mm. I've made two of, both for Easter dresses. Um, but they're really simple like front back set in a sleeve and it's got like a tie. So it's ties around the waist. Um, Both of mine I've made in um, like floral prints, easy peasy in a knit fabric. And it's also really comfy to wear. So I, I don't wear dresses very often, (laughs) but I have made two that I really like um, both from that pattern. The other is the Springfield top, which is like a tank top. um, And it has uh, bus starts and it's a little more involved because you have like facings and, you know, is that knit or woven? I It's woven. I've made three of them. One of them in a chambray. One in... What's the linen? Uh, uh, yeah, it was brown and it Robert taught us Kaufman, all to wash it. Linen, whatever. What is that called? Yeah. It's a place in England. Essex linen. There you go. There, it's an right. Essex linen. Wash it first because it shrunk. Yeah. Like, I made, so I made two of these in that yarn. One I did not pre-wash and then it came out of the dryer completely shredded because it wasn't pre-shrunk. Yeah. You have all these cautionary tales. <laughs> yeah. That, like if something bad happens to Katie, I listen. Well, I'm lazy and, and I don't like pre-washing my fabric. Oh, I, I'm with you. But <laughs> that was a scary tale. So, But the one that I made in Essex linen that does fit, I do like and I wear a lot. And then I have one in like a quilting cotton and like a yellow like retro floral print that I wore to the baby shower I went to a couple weekends ago. Mm-hmm. And it's such like a happy springy yellow. And like, you can layer it with like, I had like a long 
cardigan on over it. Super cute. Um, so I like both of those patterns. Okay. Say the name of that one again. I'm sorry. Um, I will in one second. Springfield. Because I want a cute woven top pattern to wear under Leo dungarees. <laughs> it has um, two options for the back, like a yoke back and then one with princess seams in the back. And I did the one with the princess seams in the back and mm-hmm. it's very flattering. Very cute. Um, so those are my sewing recommendations. Karen? Okay, so... Um, You're going to tell us what you bought. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and she's shopping. I'm shopping. <laughs> uh, well, I already told you that. While we were talking is when I got the, the yarn for that afghan. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, I thought you bought some fabric, too. I did, but not... But the fabric... Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Not today. Tell your story. Not today. <laughs> so I've been wanting to make some skirts. Okay. <laughs> I saw a TikTok of that. It was like this young girl who was maybe like 18. Like, oh, I saw look this. At this. It's a skirt. And then she lifts the little panel with shorts. And then like somebody responding of like, uh oh, this is new to you. <laughs> and she was like, so shocked. She's like, there's shorts under this skirt. And then the girl was like rolling her eyes, like, oh god, <laughs> these these uh, Gen Xers don't know oh, or Zers don't yeah, know what a. Scorts are. Gen Z for baby babies. <laughs> but I'm going to make it from a stretchy knit fabric that I got some from Melanated Fabric. And I love that they're just down in San Diego. So um, they had some really pretty knit, uh, printed knits with a great big bright floral. Cute. Um, of course, in blue with yellow and black <laughs> <laughs> and other colors. Um, so, but you'll be surprised. So that I'm, I, I, like Anne, and you do multiples of things. You yeah, don't ever just do sewing. one thing. So I'm doing a batch of skorts. Nice. Um, one is totally not my normal color, but it's a floral with black and bright red orange flowers, Ooh, and a little cute. bit of teal, a little bit of baby, like a like a baby blue um, flower in there too. So, and then the skort, the the short part of the skorts um, is a contrast, but not a big contrast mm-hmm. um it, the pattern i found from shenanigans and um it's I, I try to find other type of skirts but there's not a lot for plus size mm-hmm. and this one has it goes from like extra small to 5x it's a really oh, big nice. range they have a range of lengths that you can do you can do it with just the shorts or just the skirt and um i'm gonna do the little flounce at the bottom Maybe for one of them. We'll see. Anyway. Uh, That sounds real fun. Uh, My turn? Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, (laughs) I have a lot of sewing ahead for the summer, I hope. Um, But I wanted to just focus in on one thing, which is something that is a challenge for me. Um, I think our recommendations have maybe flip-flopped, Katie. Mm. You recommended a cute dress, and I'm going to work on shorts. Uh-huh. <laughs> so um, I'm going to make some more of the shorts I'm wearing today, which are the Heidi shorts from Seamwork. Mm-hmm. It's just oh. a super simple short with um, a waistband that's faced and um, pleats. It needs pockets. It's the one yeah. thing it's missing. Oh, it's it doesn't? Really it's got to have pockets. Because it has a side zip. Mm-hmm. But you can do inseam pockets with a side zip. It's yeah. just challenging. So yeah. it takes this very easy pattern and makes it a lot harder. <laughs> I, no, I think you could to- you could do that because the pocket, if it, it's like, 
I could see how it could be done. It can you be could, done. You could hide part at the front of the pocket under one of the pleats. Could you move the zipper to the back? Does that make it harder? Uh, <laughs> no, that might be a good solution. I don't yeah. know. Also, I'm annoyed with this because it's an invisible zipper and I haven't worn them much because the invisible zipper broke. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mended it last night. So now I can wear them again. Yay! Yay. <laughs> um, so then I also wanted to make, I made these for Mirabella. Um, the Hey June mm-hmm. shorts. I, that's not the name of the pattern. That's the designer, right? Yeah. Because I've made her, I don't know, t-shirt pattern or something um, before. Her stuff's very like sporty and cute. And, um, she doesn't have a lot of patterns, but they're all pretty cute. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like a beach set. Um, and they're little petal shorts. So I made them for Mirabella, but the, the pattern goes pretty far in size range, I believe. I don't remember what the exact size range is. But anyways, I'm going to make those shorts for me. Nice. <laughs> um, I saw this girl wearing like the cutest like kind of skirty um, linen shorts walking down the street down main street and i am going to make some essex linen shorts Ooh, that would be they great have been washed they will need to be surged on all the edges okay so i gotta break the serger out because i don't want them to shred uh it's the vero beach set that has mm-hmm. these cute little um pedal shorts i was going to make these very simple like practically pajama pants shorts from um a mccall's pattern but I was looking at them and they're so boring. Yeah. Like the pattern would be so boring. It just was not, I decided not to cut those out yet. Yeah. Um, so shorts, I'm going to work on summer shorts. Nice. So have... you're halfway between Katie yeah, and my right recommendation. <laughs> I have the urge to own a pair of shorts of like overalls, but short overalls. Oh, cute. Um, like denim overalls. Yeah. And I have not, found them yet but then i was like you know cashmeret there are several either either cashmeret has them or helen's closet has there is a yeah there's a really cute one that's almost like that hard because i feel like it's the sort of thing i'd either make it and be like yes i love these or i'd make it and be like i look like a baby and i'm not gonna wear them (laughs) like the leo dungarees yeah Uh, i don't know if i want to commit to a full denim you know it's a little advanced of a project so i don't i don't know i haven't convinced myself i'm going to do that yet but it's in my mind um that would be very cute um here's the leo dungarees i mean they're cute and i had them on and they're very comfy oh this girl did a cute thing with hers oh yeah so they're just big cute it almost oh, yeah. reminds me of a clown costume i made uh-huh. <laughs> but see that's how i feel about them is like they're here's i think this is actually i think from the pattern like oh, that's really so cute, cute right and I, I think they look that yeah. cute on me but then you're sitting around and yep and you feel like your diaper needs a change yep. <laughs> that was like i tried on a romper once at like old navy or whatever and it had shorts and it was like um, I don't know how, whatever. I put it on and I was like, I just look like a giant baby. <laughs> like, this is not a good look. Um, um, I'm sure it was cute on somebody, but it was not for me. The pattern is by, um, by hand London. Um, <laughs> that reminds me of the bottom is like a palazzo pant. Yeah. Which I was also looking at, but then I settled on skort. I like um, a skort. 
Yeah. Plus, it's fun to say. Yes, it is. <laughs> um. Well, we're you know, <clears throat> regardless of what you make this summer, if you are in the camp of making small things just for the sake of the warm weather, or making big things so that you have them by the time the you know the cold weather comes around. Um, mm-hmm. If you have recommendations or like favorite projects that are, that you're working on right now, like I want to, I want to hear them from you guys too. So yes, please. Um, you want to have anybody have an obsession they want to talk about? Yes. Something they're real into? Yes. Okay. Um, I found this Instagram account that just makes me so happy. It might not be for everyone, and I'm surprised that it's for me because okay. he's almost a clown, but he's not. Okay. Um, it's Dandy and Friends. Oh yeah, I see him on I TikTok. I love him so much. <laughs> <laughs> he's um kind of. Like it's, I mean, it's a certain type of drag, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, he does is based in like a dandy from you know 1700s um, Britain mm. or France. Yeah, and uh, like Marie so, Antoinette yes, era. Yes, like the white face paint. <laughs> he does um, pink, uh, bright pink blush and yep. different highlights on his cheekbones, and um, and then a big overdone blue eyeshadow. I don't follow him, but he shows up on you know on like recommended videos and every time i'm like oh my god look who it is yeah i need so i i mean i i went down the rabbit hole um last weekend and have been delighted that i decided to follow him because he's showing up all the time in my uh-huh. regular feed and he's just so delightful yeah. he's so cute and i can't believe he doesn't because he is like the makeup's very clownish and yeah. i am terrified of clowns <laughs> um yeah so but, I but the, but the the curl wig the white the yeah. white eighteen cent or well, seventeen hundred curl wigs. wigs also I mean he's just beautiful honestly because mm-hmm. he's done some videos where he's like you know doing his routine and he's just a beautiful human being mm. with beautiful beautiful uh, messages <laughs> some great jackets <laughs> he's so cute. Um, I have, there's another one, but I can't, and I just started following her last night. Have you guys seen the girl who does like a perfect, um, McGonagall impression? Yes. And it's, is she, she's doing McGonagall, um, Remind, cursing. Okay. For those of us who don't know. Professor what, Mc- McGonagall from. Oh, yes. Harry Potter. Okay. <laughs> yes. uh, for a moment, I thought it was like an acronym <laughs> of a couple. Uh, okay. <laughs> I, I did follow her last night, but I can't actually like remember her name. Um, uh-huh. but it's. So hilarious and so spot on. Yeah, it's perfection. I've seen a couple of them, but I don't. Re- I don't know who she is or what her name yeah. is. But. I decided to follow her, but maybe if you, you know, check the hashtag, cursing McGonagall. Or yeah, or something McGonagall. like that. <laughs> yeah, her, her McGonagall is incredible. <laughs> yeah, and she's so funny. So again, she just every time she's popped up as a recommendation, um, she's made me laugh so hard mm-hmm. that I just decided to follow her last night. So those um, are my two obsessions. Nice. Dandy is the best. Like Our little lavenderies. No, because I watch, I mean, I I want to rewatch it. So if you watch the same thing over and over again, is that slightly obsessive? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. So you know my love for the zombie genre. Army of the Dead is really, really good. Really? You really liked it? I liked it. I mean... Parts okay, of it. How many times have you watched it? I want to know that. Well, maybe twice. Okay, that's but I want to. I want to go back and watch some parts. Really? Oh, okay, it's not that I love. <laughs> it's not like there are parts of it that were are kind of, of course, dark because it's zombies. Hello, but parts of it and parts of it were campy. I thought and kind of cheesy, mm-hmm. and I kind of like the cheese in a zombie. 
yeah. pick. I mean, that's like zombie land. That's part of what's fun and uh-huh. light about this horrible situation. Right. It's very meta. Yeah. I like, there are parts I liked. I meant to but... go back and watch Tremors, but oh, I haven't oh, done it. Here. See, okay, maybe, maybe next month that's going to be my obsession. Okay. Well, well there's, there's a lot of movies. So. <laughs> well, that will, having to go through all of them, that no, will be. No, I don't, I wouldn't do it. I <laughs> watch the first one, maybe the first three, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I like the one where he's on his own, the friends. Yeah. That, that one's not bad. Yeah. Um, it still stands without Kevin Bacon. Um, in Army of the Dead, did you know that, have you seen this, this um, trivia that the helicopter pilot and um, Dave Bautista have actually never met in real life? What? Right? <laughs> because all of her stuff was filmed on a green screen. Yeah. Because she replaced an actor who is not persona non grata. Oh. Oh. So they I love who they, they but see, but I love project. that actress. So she was, was amazing. She's the best part of the movie. <laughs> well, and I like that she kind of plays the same kind of character no matter where she's at. But I love what she does. So Yeah, she's hilarious. I could see that because most of the movie they're only like talking to each other on on you know There's on one a, part that really fooled me, which is um when she's talking about how she, hello aren't I like at least the second most important person maybe the third most important person here why are you guys doing a better job of protecting me yeah and they're in the same scene yeah so I was like no Kevin that's a lie when my husband <laughs> told me this and no he told me the whole story and he's like literally if you literally look hard you can tell that they are never together because when they're in the helicopter together you never see you see the he- back of what you think is her head yeah it's all action but you shots. Ne- but it's so quick you really don't see her. you're right well now you gotta go back and watch it again yeah <laughs> <laughs> it, i like zombie movies this was not one of my favorites i liked it for the funny aspects i mean i love dave batista yeah I don't know. I don't, okay, wait. I don't know. I, do I don't know him, names. So is that that's the, the big guy? That's, that's the, the big guy. Yeah. Okay. Um, but I mean, the, the I idea of in tel- best. But, but don't you love that it's Vegas that they've? Yes. I mean, yeah. I'm like this. It's not like they contained it to one place. They think, of course. Yeah. Duh. Well, you know. <laughs> you know. Plus, it, it feeds the government conspiracy theorist of me in me. So. It is definitely a meta movie because they literally do something meta in the middle of it. Mm. Yeah. Um, it's not really scary. You might like it. It's not. Yeah. It's not. I didn't even know. I had never heard of this before. Kevin was so who, excited. Who He's like, this is out. Okay, he put it look, right on. And I who was doesn't like, want to see mood. a zombie tiger or a, <laughs> or a zombie horse? The horse that see, can still be ridden and controlled is, by the zombie king. I blame my husband maybe a little bit for my feelings about it because it's like, you know, you watch something and you're not in the mood for it and it's yeah. being foisted on you. That's yeah. a surefire way to not be yeah. you know yeah. excited about it. i was not i just wasn't in the mood for the stress of a zombie yes story um well i'll have to check it out or you know at least tell james about it <laughs> it's not scary and yeah. I, and of course i did i watched it it's an action movie yeah yeah it's yeah and there's like there's in the individual funny parts you know mm-hmm. so <laughs> the helicopter pilot is my favorite <laughs> Um, well, and it's much better with her than it would have been with the guy who is. Does she go as she, her? I, I don't know. Okay. Um, my I current... think they refer to the character. I wonder if they do ever. I don't know if they do. Anyway. I have no idea. Uh, my current uh, thing I am obsessed with 
is a brand called Never Ending Weekend, and I found them on Instagram. They're a woman-owned brand, and they make, um, I think they're in Canada somewhere, I don't remember, but they make a lot of bags and, um, like, some hats and stuff, but the, like, aesthetic of their style, they're all, like, wax canvas bags. Um, they're so cute. Um, they have, like, a quilted fanny pack that I love. They have, um... Oh, how cute. It's all boxy. I love just, like, their styles or their color sense mm-hmm. um, is great. Like, I love all of their color combinations. And as a person who loves making bags with wax canvas, I, number one, want to steal some of their color combos. <laughs> and number two, want to save up money and buy myself one of these fanny packs because they are so cute. Um, a lot of their bags, they have this, like, big curvy tote bag that's really cute they make matching like bucket hats which i'm not a bucket hat kind of person (laughs) but they are very cute and they are all in these really fun color combinations so i followed them and i get excited when they show up on my um, instagram page because they also make videos of like like, i love like their um like sewing in progress videos you can see them working on stuff um but i just really like the um their design aesthetic so i'm a big fan wow that tote is awesome the day tripper yeah with nice and big yeah Yeah, but i I like the the it's like a vase shape Mm -hmm. yeah it's a big deep tote bag um i love all of their colors and i want to figure out where they source their uh canvas from because they have good colorways but that is who i am currently excited about so um i think that brings us to the end of our episode today so if you uh have any pattern recommendations for us or whatever, please let us know. And um, I guess we'll catch you next month or mid-month for our book club. We're yeah. reading a book called While Justice Sleeps by I Stacey Abrams. It. I, I couldn't started stop it. it. I, I know. Unputdownable. I haven't it, yeah. It yet. yeah. I'm excited. I'm reading I mean, and I'm actually going to go back and listen to And the audiobook is so good, too. So I'm reading the physical book, but mm-hmm. I plan, because I'm going to be done so soon, like, mm-hmm. I've plan on listening to the audiobook when we get closer to our recording date. I'm going to bring the book with me. I on want my to trip, read so more I, Stacey Abrams. I know cuz like like I said when choosing the book, um romance novels aren't necessarily a genre I've really gotten into. So This doesn't but, feel like a romance. This though. is a political This is different. Oh, this is a different genre. Like she wrote it in the spirit of a different genre. But her writing is so engaging. I'm excited to read it because I do yeah. like a romance novel. So I think yeah. I would go back and listen I, or read those too. Yeah. I it's un unputdownable. That's good. <laughs> well, I'm excited because I haven't started it yet. So if you want to pick up a copy and read it along with me, I will be, you know, right at the same point as you. <laughs> and we'll talk about it mid month. So uh we'll see you then for that. Otherwise, um have a good June, everybody. Yeah. yeah. Enjoy. Bye. Bye. Bye.